So, what we do on Let Us Explain is dive deep on something that we can't stop thinking about for other people who can't stop thinking about that thing, too. That means we'll be talking about anything and everything. Sometimes that includes spoilers. But before we jump into the spoiler zone, let's talk more generally about Contagion and Outbreak. I am your co-host, Zachary Shevich, and joining me, stop touching your face, it's Arturo Zurita! It was very difficult. I'm ready to get the cone and everything to go around, but you can't leave. So we decided to cover these two movies that, while may seem scary, we always talk about movies having a completely different connotation. I always make the reference to Prisoners, a thriller, until you have kids, then it's a horror movie. And these movies definitely have a different connotation. Yeah. Also with us, we've got our quarantine thought. It's producer intern Fernando. Glad to be here, guys. Yeah, very, That's rude. very different connotation, especially in these times, um, but glad to be here. All right. So uh, we're going to get into these movies because across the globe, people are socially isolating and trying to help stem the spread of COVID-19. So naturally, pandemic is on the mind. People have been turning to pandemic movies. And as a result, we've seen contagion in the iTunes and Amazon Mm -hmm. rental charts for weeks now. And the movie Outbreak has cracked Netflix's own top 10. So they're two of the more popular pandemic movies, and we want to compare and contrast them. Talk about how they make us feel in the time of coronavirus. First off, Outbreak, which was released in 1995, was directed by Wolfgang Peterson and has a loaded cast that includes Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, Morgan Freeman, Donald Sutherland, Kevin Spacey, Cuba Gooding Jr., and a pre-Grey's Anatomy, Patrick Dempsey. It's kind of funny Mm -hmm. to see him in this. Uh, the film spent three weeks atop the American box office. Guys, do either of you know what movie finally dethroned uh, Outbreak from the top of the box office? Uh, it's a comedy. Yes. Uh, hold, on, hold on. Is it Tomboy? Yeah. Oh, wow. Very good. Chris Farley's own Tommy Boy. Uh, while the film debuted to mixed reviews, Roger Ebert, nonetheless, gave it three and a half out of four stars, wow. calling Outbreak a clever and daunting thriller. Contagion, on the other hand, comes from Steven Soderbergh and mm-hmm. writer Scott Z. Burns, who collaborated on The Informant and Side Effects before making this movie. Burns said that he wanted to create a medical thriller that would feel like it could happen. So he consulted mm-hmm. with Dr. Larry Brilliant, yes, real name, Larry Brilliant, one of the doctors who eradicated smallpox. This film, too, would be loaded with recognizable stars, including Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, Marion Cotillard, Lawrence Fishburne, Jude Law, Kate Winslow. Lit, Brian Cranston, Jennifer Ely, Sanaa Lathan, and John Hawks. While con- uh, when Contagion was released in September of 2011, it also hit number one at the box office, but only for a week. Its mm-hmm. reputation with critics was pretty good, though, and 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. However, prior to this year, I don't think many people would have had Contagion in like their top five Soderbergh films or something like that. It's, no. I feel like a little bit overlooked in his catalog. So, guys, I wanted to start with this. Given our current pandemic situation, which of these movies did you prefer to watch? Uh, I definitely preferred uh, Contagion just because Outbreak did seem more of like a blockbuster-esque type of movie. Um, Not as grounded as Contagion. Like you said, Scott C. Burns wanted to make like a movie that felt like it could happen where Outbreak definitely had more of like the... that like military involvement like kind of crazy scenarios that could still happen but don't seem as likely um in like the real world so contagion Mm -hmm. i'd say contagion 
Outbreak is trending on Netflix because yeah. Contagion's not on there. Yeah. It's as simple as that. You know, you need to actually purchase Contagion or get like a subscription thing to watch it, and it's still getting the charts. You know, people don't want to pay for their 1999 movies, but they're willing to pay the nine, whatever, 99 cents to see Contagion. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because back, I remember when it came out in 2011, and while well, people knew about it, I think one of the biggest things was, oh, this can't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, okay, but like, it, there's no way it's like, like this honed in and mm-hmm. uh, with having such a big cast uh, I know Soderbergh gets a lot of criticism for sometimes having a Matt Damon just come in as a little <laughs> he's shooting on an iPhone but he could afford Matt Damon to come in for a little cameo um, and now you rewatch it and you go those are the words they're telling us right now in yeah. 2020 Right. so to answer your question Outbreak if you want something that seems similar to what's going on right now but you definitely want it to feel like a movie. Mm-hmm. Big cast just as well. But it feels like a like a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think I'm, it's still fun. But Contagion yeah. is scary. Both movies do an interesting job of sort of uh, depicting the transition that a virus uh, makes from like isolated, uh, interesting thing to scientists to full full blown like mm-hmm. panic in in uh, forms of government like. I think both of those films do good job do good jobs in certain regards to uh, what the way they talk about how a disease can spread among the population. But uh, Outbreak's solution to all that is to turn into a very conventional Hollywood thriller, mm-hmm. right? Like the Outbreak by the end of the film, it's like how can we fix this with a hol- helicopter chase, you know? Yeah, uh, which is fun. Like I, I I enjoyed it, and there's really charismatic performances from its stars. You know, you get. Uh, kind of like one of those cheesy but kind of stupid fun uh, romance plots amongst this all between Dustin Hoffman and Rene Russo where he does things that no uh, certified medical doctor would ever put himself in in those risks. But it's a Hollywood movie. It's a Hollywoodized version Mm -hmm. of it. Contagion is not that. Contagion is like a, a... True to life medical thriller, uh, down to it's the the minorest details mm-hmm. and uh, the way that Contagion is able to turn the spread of a disease into this like uh, horror movie. I think is just so artful and I think puts it in a league uh, above films like Outbreak. Whereas Outbreak it might be more fun. Contagion is just such a such a uh, all encompassing type of view of a world that in some ways is beginning to look like ours, although it gets far worse than I, th- than I want to believe we'll ever get. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it's kind of stunning to see all the things that this movie talks about that we are now hearing echoed, uh, whether yeah. that's the message of, like, wash your hands, don't touch your face, keep away from people, socially isolate, uh, or, or it's the way that uh, they show hosp- hospitals being... Uh, made, you know, just temporary for to hold the infected. I mean, it's like it's eerie some of the ways that this movie got things right. I agree with you. I think Outbreak uses its characters, you know, to be a blockbuster. It uses its actors to give you lines like, we've been waiting for a virus this entire our entire careers. Let's kill it. Mm-hmm. Or is someone telling Dustin Hoffman, oh, by order of the United States, you can't. Well, by order of the United States, go screw yourself. Contagion uses big celebrities, because Sal Soderbergh treats them like props, <laughs> to go, you know this person? They're dead. This is serious. Let's go. 
Right. It takes some serious balls to have Gwyneth Paltrow show up in your movie and then kill her off in, like, what, 10, Vomit 15 goop. minutes? Yeah. Like, she's uh, fully seizing and, and having her sp- skull split open in an autopsy before, like, the first act is over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's one of the things that I think is really great about uh, Contagion. You don't get a lot of movies that take this kind of structure. Uh, it it's, has the shifting perspectives in which the first little bit of the film is kind of Matt Damon's movie, then he sort of passes the baton and it becomes Kate yeah. Winslet's movie, then it becomes Lawrence Fishburne's movie for a little while. A- and it, it's that like almost psycho like shifting perspectives yeah. uh, that I, I really, really love um, because it also allows uh, Soderbergh to really go into a micro level of how an outbreak is affecting people where you see the, the havoc it causes on Matt Damon's family uh, to the more macro level where you see Lawrence Fishburne, who's I believe at the CDC and he, he's seeing, you know, he's trying to coordinate the government's response to this outbreak. So uh, that, those are the things that I think make contagion such a, such a compelling watch. Uh, Not to mention that it's, combined with just the beautiful uh, aesthetic choices that Soderbergh makes. He, he shoots his movie with a lot of yeah. li- like sickly yellows and cold blues. And uh, it, it's got that really awesome Cliff Martinez score. Mm. And he's the cinematographer. Yeah. Mm. And the editor. Sh- there's, there's, apparently stories, there's apparently stories of Soderbergh, Matt Damon, and some of the crew members like going out to a bar after the shoot, and Soderbergh's there on his laptop editing footage from that day. That's funny. Which you know, only that's only Soderberg. Steven Soderbergh only, would approach yeah, yeah. Uh, that, filmmaking like Steven. that. For those of you who don't know, this man has been making like two movies a year. <laughs> you know, we always talk about like the filmmakers you try to make one annually or maybe one every five. This man makes two movies a year. You can go on his IMDb. It goes all the way back to the early two thousands when he lost to himself for best <laughs> director at the Oscars. Uh, yeah, no, it's crazy to see how he shot it. And I'm looking at a quote here that he said to go on what you were saying in Outbreak. I have, you know, a bunch of clips that I had cut out of like the army watching over the civilians. A lot of the stuff that people keep talking about now with camps and and, and just like um, military people coming in. Mm -hmm. And it very much shows you like a bunch of people. There's a really good scene in Outbreak where a mother gets taken away. But it's a random character that gets taken away and gets put into these camps. But you don't really know her. They just, Mm -hmm. you know, showed you mom, daughter, Kids, they didn't really yeah. flesh it out too much. Whereas in um, the quote here, I'll just read it. We want to cut from Soderbergh. We want to cut. We can't cut to a city or group of extras that we've never really been to that we don't know personally. That was our rule. And that's a pretty significant rule to adhere to in a movie in which you're trying to give a sense of something that's happening on a large scale. Mm-hmm. That I think definitely attributes to the movie because um, just the way that it wraps up at the end, Contagion, trying to follow where it came from, which they both do, one with a monkey, one with a chef and other stuff that was going on. Um, yeah. I think he really hones in on that aspect very well in Contagion. Yeah. I do I do want to give Outbreak some props, though, because it's moments like that uh, that you mentioned where you see the mother being isolated from her family that I do think elevate this beyond just a simple blockbuster. Like, I do, I do think it's trying to... Uh, also give you the idea of the impact that this this is having on people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, th- I think Outbreak is a pretty well-made Hollywood film. It's just that, you know, Soderbergh takes these stories to another level. And that's why for me, you know, it- it's not a movie that I would say this. Uh, I wouldn't have said this about Contagion months ago. But to mm-hmm. me, it's a complete masterpiece. It's an absolute masterpiece. That, wow. See, it's true, right? Mm-hmm. You have a scenario come up and you start seeing something from from a completely perspective I mean, and they got it right. 
I, I think I heard this on the Rewatchables podcast, but it's like he turns a cough into the the shark from Jaws, you know? Yeah. Bro, the first 10 minutes of the movie, there is not. it's like the Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. There is nothing there, but you feel something moving. Uh, yeah. Recently, Chernobyl from last year mm-hmm. did that extremely well when the kids were playing on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Wolfgang did In the Line of Fire, Air Force One, and Das Boot. Yeah, this is that, a man who yeah, knows yeah. how to handle it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but it, Soderbergh. It yeah, yeah, but uh, it is interesting because I, I, I was expecting Outbreak to be. It is goofy, but a lot more goofier than I thought it to be. There yeah. is still that that storyline where in the beginning it starts off years prior how there may have been a disease, and it's pretty much telling you that the government wants to do with it. You know, it just wants to hide it. So nuke right. it. Up. Yeah, Blow it right. up. Let, let's take the virus and have it be a, a weapon. Mm. And that's very much what they're they're thriving with Outbreak. Yeah, the closest that Outbreak gets to that, like, I think you're talking about sort of like the almost like 80s movies cheesiness, right? Yes. Uh, mm. The closest it gets is in the Donald Sutherland character, who is this kind of unnecessary enemy. This guy who is in the military who... Uh, because he doesn't want to release certain secrets about where uh, how this was like a military-borne disease or something like that, uh, he's ready to eliminate this entire town. Uh, mm-hmm. where, whereas, you know, Contagion is not a movie that needs an enemy, right? The only enemy in that movie is the disease itself, and it's it's mm-hmm. unseen throughout, uh, but it's still scary. Uh, and and by by trying to fit in this kind of artificial uh, villain into Outbreak, I think it does take away from some of that, like, lived-in realness mm-hmm. that you get, you could get from a movie like that. Uh, but it's... It is the... It does provide you a bit of, like, satisfaction triumphing at the end, you know? Uh, yeah. w- even though Contagion doesn't necessarily give you a sad ending, it's not as, like, uplifting as Outbreak, ultimately. Yeah, and it it still has those shots. Like um, we were talking about the beginning of Contagion, Outbreak has like the moment on the plane where you would expect a doctor like <laughs> Dempsey to know better than that, but he goes on it and it really shows you like how easily that stuff can spread. The, the mm-hmm. clip with the dude in the movie theater. Oh I'm yeah, that hasn't been all over the place on Twitter. Right, right. That, maybe we need to start that GIF trending. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the moment where he goes into the hospital and he goes, what's going on here? There's a vent right there. Who knows where else this went? Have y'all yeah. never been prepared to contain something like this? So Right. The way, the way that Dustin Hoffman goes, it's airborne. You know, it's, it's airborne. also yeah. that kind of like Hollywoodized version Very of much so. uh, this type of story. So I think we do enjoy Outbreak, though, even though uh, Contagion is almost a completely different approach to this more type of material. More yeah, far more effective. And as I mentioned on our, one of our Intercut podcasts, I do think that there's something about watching a movie like Contagion under our current circumstances that uh, makes things a little bit more concrete. Like you see the ways in which society could react or how people mm-hmm. would potentially be forced to act that that takes away some of the unknown about uh, the worst case scenarios, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so it, that might be something that you're seeking out in terms of looking for movies to watch in this current environment. Uh, but, you know, if 
if pandemic sounds like too much for you, there's a lot of other stuff out there. There's a lot of other stuff, yeah. Uh, I do think we want to open this thing up to some contagion and outbreak spoilers. Uh, so we're recommending both films, but if you haven't seen them and you don't want to uh, be spoiled, you can click out to one of our recently posted episodes of the Intercut podcast, including our best, best picture bracket episode. Uh, but guys, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the effects, or the 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 spreading, I guess, uh, yeah. in the two films. Whereas Outbreak sort of becomes the sort of contained story to one community, uh, Contagion does give you that more global perspective. Uh, was the way in which uh, was either film a little bit more compelling in that regard, in terms of? Uh, the battle to beat the disease. I think, I think Contagion does it a little bit better, um, especially in the way that they explain it to the viewers. Um, I think it's that stands out. The scene is um, when Kate Wisdom's talking to this group of health uh, experts, and she's talking about the Arna. I think it's called. Um, yes. Which is like so the flu is like one person. Um, and then, like, this other disease is two people. And then for their disease, it starts as two and then it evolves into four. Um, and that's, you know, how with people interacting, how quickly it can spread to, to masses, masses of people. Um, mm-hmm. And you definitely, like, see the effects of it. Again, kind of mirroring what's happening today. It's starting in, in China and then making its way over here. Um, mm-hmm. So that also kind of made it feel a little bit more real. Yeah, Contagion um, really gives you that international yeah. uh, kind of spread, which uh, Outbreak doesn't. Outbreak really is contained to mm-hmm. uh, a couple communities. And I do think it's kind of interesting. And in, uh, you mentioned that shot in the movie theater art, but uh, whether it's the stuff through the vents or mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, seeing shots of like uh, children at different points, it is kind of both films do make a lot of out of the spread of the disease, although Contagion just does it with this artfulness. Yeah. Um, there you go. That, that's hard to compare, you know, uh, the way that Soderbergh will just uh, linger for mm-hmm. like half a second on a pole yeah. that somebody has just touched. Or the door and, when uh, Matt Damon picks up his son from the school and then he opens the door and then the door just slowly closes because, you know, the kid touched the... That's good. Yeah, I was like, poof. In yeah. Outbreak, they make every moment. Like, again, I love to see in the theater, but the dude coughs... He coughs all over everybody. Like he just uh, comes out, like you know, like a cartoony yeah. cough. Yeah. Every every single moment's got the score, and it's not a bad score, mm-hmm. but the score is telling you what to feel. And every single time, like when the monkey bites or anything, you could feel the doubt. Like you know that something's about it. Action in Contagion, like you said, it's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna keep it on the door because mm-hmm. it's on mm-hmm. the door. This spreads. The whole concept in Outbreak is we gotta contain it to one place. It's li- what it yeah. limits the the fear of the spread and contagion. You don't know where it is. It's it's everywhere. It, over here, it's like oh, we're bound to one little town. Why that guy was on a plane? <laughs> this animal went through. You know, it's like right. it, it negates aspects of actual viruses in order to create a, a manhunt because that's really what outbreak is. Outbreak just makes it the invisible enemy, and it's the what they got to defeat. They got to find. It. It's a manhunt movie, mm-hmm. um, whereas contagion isn't. It's something else completely entirely. So I find it funny that Outbreak is considered a medical disaster film when I think one focuses, I don't want to say more, but I think it really shows you how it seeps in. To answer your question, the spread of it is much, it's handled better in Contagion because it shows you how how much more difficult it is to contain it 
It's not just mm-hmm. going to be in a little Nebraska town or whatever the town was that it was in. Yeah, and I think both films uh, do an interesting thing in order to heighten the stakes in that uh, both films decide to kill off one of the central uh, p- mm-hmm. people coordinating the response. Mm-hmm. In Outbreak, there's a moment where uh, Kevin Spacey's suit gets nicked and he fails to tell anybody, and then ultimately he comes down with the uh, Mobatu disease, I believe it was yes. called. Uh, and then in Contagion, uh, we are following Kate Winslet as she's trying to coordinate the response in Minneapolis, and she wakes up in her hotel room in the middle of the night and starts coughing, uh, and ultimately does not make it through the film. Uh, both were really good like heightening of the tension moments but i think there was something particularly devastating uh, about uh kate winslet's character's death because unlike kevin spacey's character she's just she's using the utmost precaution she's the one who is telling people how to not uh catch this thing how mm-hmm. to stop the spread and even she uh succumbs it. to yeah. it uh, and it's just one of those moments that uh kind of like it sinks you, you know, it it feels like, wow, if she is now falling ill, like what, what hope do people have? Um, So that was a a really, really effective moment in the uh, movie for me. I don't know how you feel if there was uh, a moment that kind of like drug you down in either film. (laughs) No, definitely that moment. I remember as I was watching it, I was like, man, like she gonna die. Cause, Mm -hmm. cause like, and even as she was like um, getting worse and worse in her, her condition, um, we see a moment where she's like laying down in like this makeshift hospital and there's a like gentleman next to her who's like shivering and she like still gives him her blanket and you know that keeps aligned with her character um, mm-hmm. and her trying just to like explain to people when she goes to the business where um, Gwyneth Paltrow was working at and then they like say that this one she interacted with this other dude that worked there and she like calls him and she's like get off the bus like you know you're gonna like you're sick. Um, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I have been kind of feeling kind of bad. <laughs> and like, she's trying all she can. Um, so seeing her go down, especially as the movie like paints it as she's going to be like the central figure and stopping everything is really like, like devastating, but mm-hmm. effective. Yeah. I agree. Because when you have the one in Outbreak with Kevin Spacey, who actually won awards for his performance, uh, the, the way that they do it for him, it's more so... Again, if I'm comparing what Outbreak is doing with the disease and treating it like, mm-hmm. you know, like a villain that they got to go stop, a manhunt, yeah. uh, it's almost like the Avengers Colton death, where oh. they use Colton's death to kind of be like the thing that pushes him forward, because mm-hmm. he's even got a joke when he's on his deathbed. Ah, oh, how many IQ have I lost? And he says a number and he goes, ah, guess I'm just as smart as you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Contagion is not a movie that has time for uh, deathbed quips. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, one definitely is uh, way more effective. Uh, yeah, and, and that also, I think, uh, comes across in the way that both films decide to resolve uh, their their disease. Uh, with Outbreak, you have this mad chase after a monkey and mm-hmm. uh, and a little girl trying to coax the monkey out of the woods. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, it, it, that, I think, comes to that like blockbuster silliness. Very 90s. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that feels outdated. Just trying to get the shot. He's yeah. like two feet away from the monkey looking like Jon Snow in the last season. I know what to do. Like, yeah. It's still good, though. Again, I yeah. was actually very surprised how good Contagion was. Like, it was actually a fun movie. Outbreak. 
sorry, yeah, uh, Outbreak was... It's easy um, to mix up the titles. Yeah, but Outbreak, I thought, was still an enjoyable blockbuster that while it's not deciding to do what Contagion did, mm-hmm. what it does decide to go after, I think, does it pretty well. And even 25 years later, I think, as corny as it as it comes off, it's the finding of the 90s when it came out. Contagion is a movie that was ahead of its time. Yeah. That is a movie that was ahead of its time. Absolutely. And, and Ten years later, and yeah. It's props to Steven Soderbergh for this vision. It's props to uh, Scott Z. Burns, who is a really, really smart writer. Yeah, like I, yeah. all of his scripts are are re- deeply researched. Yeah. And uh, there's been a quote that I've come across in my reading of interviews from him, where he he was basically saying that when he talked to people in medical communities, their view was it's not if this happens, but when it happens. When it happens. Um, and, and you can really feel that through uh, the way that the film progresses, uh, also in the way that it's finally resolved, and you get the Jennifer Ely character who is uh, working to try and uh, develop some sort of vaccine, and uh, y- you see, like, it's it takes so long and uh, she's going through so many like iterations of the vaccine Mm -hmm. uh, and killing monkeys trying to uh, stop the spread of the disease. Um, As opposed to outbreak. As opposed to outbreak. He said, give me 30 minutes. I'm going to whip it up really quick in the kitchen. And it's like, what do you? Yeah. Yeah. What? (laughs) Although contagion does have its own like, why are you taking off your mask moment? I, I yeah. thought Jennifer Ely was going to die when she goes and visits her father. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and thankfully, the movie didn't have one last gut punch. That, that was it. Uh, mm-hmm. Because it needed to give us some sunshine by that point. Because uh, mm-hmm. things get pretty pretty bleak uh, towards the end of Contagion. But uh, ultimately, they are able to resolve uh, whatever outbreak is happening there. Uh I don't know. Uh, I th- I thought that the way the film also handled those last few bits, uh, where uh, the do- it circles us back to Matt Damon's character and he's trying to keep his daughter away from her boyfriend. Yeah. That is some of the stuff that feels really resonant right now, where right they're now. doing that social isolating thing. It's like, well, I don't have it and you don't have it, so shouldn't we just be able to yeah. hang out? Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> like we're stem we're stemming the curve or whatever. They say it is. we they say we didn't get the warnings. We he gave it to us back <laughs> in 2011. We're just waiting for it. And it's crazy because you know this side effects. It's talking about you know. Uh, opioid addictions and stuff that was going to happen in a sense with the abuse of pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Uh, the one afterwards that he did that was also shot on the iPhone about um, being stuck in hospitals. Oh, uh, insane. Because they, cause they, cause they abuse your insurance. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, he's yeah. been on one. It's sometimes he gets a little crazy like the laundromat and you don't know what yeah, he's I really mean, trying to say. He, but. he does have this uh, reoccurring distrust of big money going through his yes. films. Uh, um, and I think... Uh, it, it's interesting to see that manifest some of the way, in some of the ways that we get uh, failings in Contagion. Um, mm. it, there is also another interesting character that unfortunately uh, has some parallels today, uh, where we have the Jude Law character, uh-huh. who's this mm-hmm. blogger selling uh, selling these ideas of mm-hmm. what uh, will be the cure for this disease. He sells this fake cure for mm-hmm. Scythia in order to 
uh, cash in and on the stock. As the stock goes up, he yeah. uh, benefits financially. And you know now Is we're seeing news reports of senators selling off stocks That's after crazy. getting coronavirus. Uh, wow. This morning, Trump was advertising uh, medicines that we don't yet know whether or no. not they're yeah. going to actually do anything. Man, so, we've got stakes yeah. in them. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, so it is, it is crazy the ways in which uh, Contagion w- was able to seemingly predict so much. Yeah. And I think where, as Arwis has been saying, that in Outbreak, it seems like the villain is like this manhunt for against the virus. In Contagion, the way I see it is like the villain is just like the spread of panic and i guess you can mm-hmm. kind of point that on jude law's character um even though there are some people who think like he does and whether it's for monetary reasons or they honestly think that way um i think his character was one of the more interesting ones especially because jude law um is such a great actor but i haven't really seen like a role yeah. from him like like that like weasley and like yeah like, like very there was uncomfortable yeah Mm-hmm. There's a point where they were talking on a bench, and I was that Jude Law. They had them all scruffed yeah. up and stuff. I was like, "Damn, is this yeah. about makeup?" Yeah. Did they like chip? His, look, give him his a chip teeth. tooth yeah, at some yeah. point. I was looking. I was like, "Is this him?" Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I thought he went all in on the role, and I, I do think Jude Law is a great, a great actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did Did you guys think either film had the better cast? Because both have a really deep roster and some really great performances. I, I know maybe some of the people in Outbreak aren't as popular <laughs> yeah. today. Mm. Uh, but like it, it's both are surprising to me though. I I do feel like Contagion takes it one step further just because it's like I do. You, you're not mm. expecting another recognizable face to show up and then oh shit you're Sinai Lathan <laughs> you know like, when I saw Dimitri Martin pop up as yeah. I said, is that Dimitri? Alina's like, I don't think, I was like, I know that nose anywhere. Yeah. And it was yeah. him. It was, it's surprising to see how many people he was able to get. And I think that's the beauty of it. Because some people were like, I think I know that guy. People don't know Dimitri Martin like I do. So I think he did a perfect job of going, how many sublets can I get of like uh, uh, groups that are going to come see this movie? Maybe they don't care about Matt Damon. But when they see that obscure person who they actually follow is involved, you're like, whoa, they're a part of this? Mm-hmm. Right, I think right. he does a, re- I think he uses his cast better for the script as opposed to Outbreak, which did it perfectly because, you know, it was for box yeah. office revenue and they definitely got that. Mm-hmm. They got yeah, the, the, it, the big moments they wanted from them. No, he gets great performances out of his cast here. You know, even Matt Damon, who uh, kind of puts on a couple pounds and is a little bit mm-hmm. more scruffier, looks a little bit did more like a, a Minnesota dad uh, than he does when he's in his born mode. Uh, but yeah, I, I read that Kate Winslet shot her entire role in this movie in 11 days. And that's one of the things that I think, uh, Soderbergh does is he, you know, because he's such a run and gun filmmaker, Mm -hmm. uh, he's able to fit, uh, these big movie stars into his films and give them shortened schedules. And that's one of the reasons why he can cast so well is like, yeah, Kate Winslet can find 11 days to be in your Mm -hmm. disease movie. I'm I'm sure Gwyneth Paltrow didn't have to be there for that long, and you know she she's got an iconic part in this film. Yeah, yeah. He, that's why he's shooting on an iPhone all of his recent <laughs> movies so that he can get Robert Downey for ten seconds on the next one. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, I do want to bring up the host because uh, as we wrap up, because I know Fernando was mentioning about uh, move, talking about like when fear spreads faster. Mm-hmm. I think that that's definitely something that the host, which I believe is free on YouTube, comes from Bong yeah. Joon Ho, is is a perfect addition to add to uh, these two movies that we're talking about when it, when it comes in terms to Outbreak. Um, a little bit different yeah. on that end, but definitely one that I would I would want to recommend. 
end when For it sure. comes to how a situation like this is handled when there's an outbreak that's that's occurring. Yeah. Any other uh, pandemic movies or pandemic style movies that you uh, want to bring up? I know we've had com- uh, conversations in the past about uh, Z for Zachariah and yeah. Into the mm-hmm. Night, Zachariah. or It Comes at Night, it rather. Night. Um, I mean, uh, for me, I, I think It Comes at Night uh, is a really interesting uh, look at like the potential for paranoia mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. situations like this can cause. Obviously, It Comes at Night is taking that to like its apocalyptic limit. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is ultimately a movie about how humans can be scarier than whatever is out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know if Twenty Eight Days Later counts, yeah. but there's it does. It's a pandemic movie it. in its own way. Um, as someone was saying earlier about uh, Jaws, that Jaws is a movie everyone should be watching because everyone's having trouble staying off the beach. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a little funny. Yeah, yeah, those are good picks, I'd say. Yeah, that's. I mean, really, all I have. Yeah. Um, Oh, so, quarantine. That was one that was actually getting to me. And again, I should mention Wreck, the Spanish series that it's actually yep. based off of, because that talks about uh, uh, a case where it's in the, you know, if you live in an apartment like Zach and I do it, I think, Fernando, you may have other people who live around you. And when you're in a building, how do you contain it in that building? Uh, especially when everyone's touching buttons and everything and how fast it can spread and you may have to contain a building. That's been interesting as well. Yeah. So uh, I would mention quarantine if you need an English, but rec, I think there's four of those. And I will say one positive thing that we had mentioned in a previous intercut. If you watch these movies and you're still a little scared, just remember that as bad as Contagion got, it's still a movie. And you know it's a movie because in real life, nobody went for the Dasani bottles like you did in Contagion. <laughs> so that's how you know. That's yeah. how you know. Absolutely. That actually does remind me of one other thing that I think uh, Contagion maybe does a little bit better of is talking about that uh, the the public, the common person sort of uh, reacting and, and getting a little bit crazy. There is that moment in Outbreak where a couple families just decide like they're going to the high, they're going to drive on out of here and no uh, lockdown can contain them and they just get blown up. Like they that's get a, blown up. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a Again, lot another like very blockbustery thing. Yo, uh, you're. But yeah. Contagion is, is to me, much scarier where you get that, uh, like, riot at the supermarket over mm. medical supplies. And uh, you see at one point Jude Law walking down the street and there's just bags and bags of garbage. And you're left to uh, realize, like, some of these essential services have just stopped and people are this, just yeah. out this, there looking for something. The states are not united anymore. The, what was it, yeah. the border from Wisconsin? I've been to that border. So I, I was like, whoa, they're really closing it up from Illinois to Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, it definitely it definitely gets those moments down uh, to a degree that, that seems scary because they seem possible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I think that's about all for this edition of Let Us Explain. Let us know if you have any notes on uh, Contagion and Outbreak and how they've made you feel during this pandemic, what they got right, what they didn't get so right. It's, I think, interesting to reevaluate movies like this uh, given the new information we all have. So uh, I'm excited to see the discussion around this one. You can catch more from me, Zach Shevich, by following me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at ZShevich. And check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash art. Fernando, actually, let me know where you can catch more from you. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at border underscore logic. And you can also follow border logic letterbox, which is Fernando underscore films. And here on the Undercut podcast, you can find me at the A to Z show. You can find me at let me explain all on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at my house, eating all of the uh, quarantine <laughs> snacks that was supposed to last me two weeks. Uh, but you can also find me every week here on the Intercut podcast. Which one of your groceries lasted the the 
shortest amount of time. I bought chocolate covered almonds that I thought would go way beyond <laughs> day one. I'm surprised I still got a cheesecake. Remember, I always <laughs> made that joke to you about keeping the Haagen Dazs in the fridge. <laughs> I always said I don't eat the Haagen Dazs, and I treat my shows like my Haagen Dazs. I keep it there because once you eat it, it's gone. So yeah. you want to keep it there for for a good day, Zach. I don't know if I'm gonna get my Haagen Dazs again. <laughs> I told you I should have saved it. Uh, you can listen to every episode of the Intercut Podcast on <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. I like Overcast. And then make sure you're subscribed not just to the audio feed, but to the video feed as well, where you can catch our bright, smiling faces as we break down the latest in entertainment, catch new episodes of the Intercut Podcast every Friday. And please leave us a comment, like the video, consider heading over to iTunes to leave us a five-star review. Like our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. All of them are at IntercutPod to get updates throughout the week from Art, from Fernando, from me, from all the guests that we feature here on Intercut. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, no one has to weaponize the bird flu. The birds are doing that.